Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Moranzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, but everybody else in between. The Friday Night Freak Show has begun, begun, begun. Sirius XM Channel 159 Sports Grid Radio Networks, the loudest station in the nation. Uh, we'll welcome our AM radio affiliates in a couple of moments' time as the countdown to kickoff uh, is on. We're nearly through the grueling uh, bye week. All right, I love the uh, the episode of The Simpsons, the Super Bowl uh, episode. And now we go into the bye week, the grueling bye week. And they show the players kicking back, uh, you know, drinking beer poolside, hanging with a bunch of chicks in bikinis. But that's not the way that it really is. And I used to be impatient. I still am, I guess, in real life. But I used to be more impatient, I guess. So we'll put it that way. I used to be, like, really super impatient about everything. I still am. But... Um, I understand, like, the bye week when it comes to, to the Super Bowl. You know what? You want both teams to be as health, healthy as possible. Plus, it takes, like, two weeks to set that damn, you know, the, the halftime show up and all that other crap. But you, you don't want to rush this. You want to get it right. I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it. And shout out to, um, shout out to uh, the, uh, the school, the school board system in Cincinnati. I don't know. Did they make it a, an Ohio thing? I think maybe it was just in Cincinnati. I guess they wouldn't do it in Cleveland, right? But uh, basically, you know, there's um, you don't have to go to school. I think everybody's getting a day off, essentially. I want to confirm that. Like, if it's just in the city limits or whatnot. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The Super Bowl should be on Saturday. It really should. It should just be on Saturday night. Everyone can get blasted. You recover on Sunday, and you get back to, uh, you get back to the reality uh, on Monday. It's tough, man. No Sunday nights, you know. Listen, we're going to be on the air. We're going to be on on the air after the Super Bowl, God willing, <laughs> and before the Super Bowl, and keep it locked uh, here, right here on the grid. Uh, me and Scotty Farrell, last year we did a, a Super Bowl pregame show. It was uh, very popular, and we're back by popular demand. I believe we're going to be on from 2 o'clock until 6 o'clock uh, Eastern. And uh, we're going to be uh, on Media Row all week long, starting on Monday. Program announcement, we will not be on Sunday night. Um, we thought we were going to be like the first ones uh, you know, up, sort of in an empty uh, convention center. I thought, you know, hey, maybe I'm batting leadoff for everybody. But no, 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 no. Uh, we'll, we'll see you on Monday, game time decisions. And uh, the operation will begin with the uh, the morning shows on Sports Grid on uh, Monday from Los Angeles. So it's pretty cool stuff. It's a big, uh, big trip for the network. This network's come a long way over the years. And, you know, here we are now, you know, on Media Row. We're going to have a big presence. We've got a bunch of great guests coming up uh, throughout the week. So we're fired up. I'm seeing there's some line movement. I'm also seeing that Philadelphia and Dallas are only at the half right now. So I guess this is good news, bad news. We can get in on it. But why Why at the half? I don't know if you guys saw this, but um, the rim was crooked. It was like a playground. Like the rim, they were playing with a crooked rim, man. The rim is crooked, man. The rim was literally crooked. And, of course, who do, who do you think noticed that out of everybody? 
Like nobody noticed, you know, except Luca. Of course, my name is Luca. Uh, Luca noticed. And uh, Luca's so good, he hit a three. So Luca hits a shot. He hits a three, goes in, and then he starts like telling everyone. He's like, "Hey, man. Hey, look, look. The, the basket's like cooking." The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenci. The Friday Night Freak Show has begun. The 50,000 watt juggernaut. Let's do this thing. The mightier 1090 ESPN radio. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. We break it down on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Series XM, Channel 159. Countdown to Super Bowl 56 is on, but we've got business to handle. We've got a basketball game at the half. Uh, right now, actually, Philadelphia and Dallas. Why are they playing so late? Uh, because uh, they had a problem with the backboard and the rim. The rim was actually crooked. They were playing with a crooked rim. Nobody realized that the rim was crooked, besides Luca, of course. So uh, Luca noticed the rim is crooked. Then they all started screwing around. It's literally, it was literally like, <laughs> that's the one cool thing about the NBA. Like, they still keep it real. It's like, all right, yeah, we've got like $18 billion and stuff, but what are we going to do? They just had a bunch of dudes. Everyone was jumping up and like pulling it down. And everyone, and they made it worse. <laughs> and the best is Luca. Uh, Richard Jefferson calls Luca over. He goes, hey, what's going on, man? And uh, he goes, oh, they, they made it worse. <laughs> and everybody's like, it was right on the playground. I got this. I got this. You know, like people were jumping on the rim and hanging off it and trying to like snap it back in place and stuff. And they all made it worse. And then basically became a real problem. There was literally like an over a 40-minute delay. It turned into a it turned into like, hey, it's a little crooked to them going playground style, trying to like jump up and dunk it into place. And then they just realized they had to bring in a whole new they, they had to roll it out. There was like it turned into a whole freaking production. And uh, here we are right now. 63-53 at the half. Uh, question is, uh, what are we gonna do with the uh, what are we gonna do with the game? All right, man, my, I'm in football mode here, all right? We did well with the basketball tonight, but I'm in uh, I'm in football mode, but it doesn't mean we're not going to lay it down a little bit uh, like we laid it down on the San Diego State Aztecs. And, yes, I know, I know, Colorado State won, but you know what they say. Good teams win, great teams cover. Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports knows that. He's going to step up, and Tony Finn joins us from Area 51. Brent Beard throws it down with us as well. Countdown to kickoff is on. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brands Park American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. Hey, everybody, you want to have fun? <laughs> Welcome to Sports Rage. 
Let's have fun. I am Gabe Ramsey. Screw the fun. Let's pick some winners. Let's do this thing. It's the Friday Night Freak Show. Yahoo Schwab will step up in it. Frank Schwab. Yahoo Frank. Uh, Yahoo Sports. Uh, big fan of Frank. Uh, Frank's got some great picks. Uh, he had a great year. Good, to smart. Uh, good, good, better. Uh, big fan of Frank. Glad uh, he's uh, in our rotation. Tony Finn joins us. Tony's killing the college basketball. We're going to jump in. We'll take a look at, uh, we'll pound the college basketball board uh, Saturday's card uh, for you a little bit later on. We've got Brent Beard. We'll talk a little uh, Super Bowl. Uh, college football is a wild week in college football. Listen, we're three six five. We're not like you know type people are like, whoa, the season's over, so we're not. No, it's never over. What are you talking about over? And I don't know what's going on in the SEC. I guess like I don't know, man. This is just like a lot of like very sexy cougars and milfs like on the football scene there. Because now we got a new controversy: Harson, Harson and Auburn. There's allegations of inappropriate conduct. Um, yet. There's also people that are thinking they're just trying to run them. <laughs> so, like, like, there's like a lot of stuff going on at Auburn, like behind the scenes, and basically, like, I don't know, it's one of those deals. Like, they probably already knew what he was doing, but now they don't like him. So now they're like, oh yeah, by the way, you hear about him and that, you know, you hear about that. So I'm just stating, every one of these coaches, like that, gets canned in the SEC. It's not even about football all the time. <laughs> like, it's they're nuts down there, man. They're nuts. All right, uh, so yeah, countdown to the Super Bowl is on, and um, because you know we're big time here, right? We're you know we're, we're bringing it, the fifty thousand watt juggernaut, the mightier ten nine, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel one five nine, Sports Grid uh, Radio Networks. The invites are coming in, uh, Matthias, and unfortunately, listen, there's a lot of stuff. I know you seem to be excited about the Miley Cyrus thing. When is that? Are we on the air at the same time as the Miley Cyrus thing? Seems like no, we're on the yeah, air all the time, like at the same time. The only time reason of I was excited about it is because you brought it up one time, and I thought that we might be going to that one because you're like, you know, oh. what I think I thought you said that you had some free time, specifically only for the Miley Cyrus one because of the time. So I was like, no, maybe no. we'll go to that one. No, you misinterpreted. <laughs> we have no time. There's no time. <laughs> There's no time, not for you or me, uh, for everyone else. You weren't excited about the Miley Cyrus, but you were excited about somebody no. else besides Miley Cyrus. No, you were. No, no, yeah, exactly. It was Green Day. There we somebody go. Said, somebody said Miley Cyrus sucks. I said she does not suck, but I said Green Day's all right. I don't know. It might have been McKinnis. I don't know. He likes Luke Holmes and stuff like that, I think. So I don't know. Like, I don't know who took a shot at Green Day, and I, I defended Green Day. I said Green, well, Green Day, Day was not iconic. Suck. Yeah, I said iconic. Green Day do not suck. I'm listen, I don't listen to Green Day every day, but, you know, uh, they're, they're good. But, yeah, so listen, there's all kinds of parties and stuff like that, and um, especially if you're a high roller like us. So how about this one? Even me, and normally I'm not into something like this, but the fact that the Simpsons, bro, <laughs> The Simpsons got me, man. <laughs> right? And I saw like I saw it and I was like, yeah, whatever. I was like, you sort of got to accept it, right? We're on the air all the time. So long story short, Super Bowl week, there's a million parties. And we're actually invited to them. Like we have like credentials to get into every party. And the my inbox is blowing up. Oh yeah, this party with this and that. Like you got our RSVP and stuff like that, but we can go. Right? So it's like and I just sort of told myself, Matthias, and I've been through this before, right? So I, you got you, you to gotta tell yourself, be prepared to be disappointed, Matthias. You know what I mean? Like, I know I'm going to open it up. I'm going to be like, oh, my God, what? You know, Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas are having a beer fest. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be something that you know we're going to like. Uh, it's going to be like, come hang out with, like, Glenn Rice of the Miami. That's just Gabe. Yeah, no, no I guarantee you there's going to be something. <laughs> hey, come meet Joe Montana and drink for free. Like, you're going to see something. It's going to be like, son of a. This, you know what I mean? So this is the, the one Universal that got me. Universal Studios one yeah. really got me. I love Universal Studios. Yeah, because there's a crusty, there's a Moe's there. There's a crusty the cloud right bro. There's a Moe's bar there. And it oh, looks yeah, like Moe's. There's, there's a I haven't been there world. since there. I haven't been there in a long time since it opened up in the old days. So I haven't been there in like 20, 30, 25, 30 years, that building, that place. All right? I've been buying it. I never went in. I don't do that stuff. Right? But now, you know what? I mean, there's Moe's. And plus, so... How about this? Come enjoy a fun-filled evening at Universal Studios where world-famous attractions and select restaurants will be open for guests to experience. Food as well as beer, wine, and beverages will be complimentary throughout the park for your enjoyment. 
All right. Gabe, you could you could have got drunk in Krusty Land. I feel I know. bad for you. For free. Krusty Land. And just knows. like, and yeah, and then yeah. wait. <laughs> All right. Park attractions and rides, the world famous studio tour you get. The Secret Life of Pets, Off the Leash, Despicable Me, The Simpsons Ride, like you said, Simpsons Town, DreamWorks Theater, featuring Kung Fu uh, Panda, Harry Potter, and The Forbidden Journey, and a bunch of other stuff, whatever. You know, whatever. Just figured, hey, yeah, you know, that'd be all right. Just go get hammered. You know what they don't uh, tell you in that, in that release, though? They don't tell you about the long lines that you're going to be waiting on to get on those rides. <laughs> That's always a buzzkill. <laughs> the one well, and a half hour line to ride the thirty second ride. God, man, I wish you know, I wish I was your bookie, bro. It's a private party, Matthias. That's what makes it cool. All the clothes in the out. place. Oh, no lines. You could ride every ride. Get yeah, dude. What, what do you think, man? You're gonna be standing around a bunch of like tours eating popcorn? No, man. That's the whole thing. You have access to the entire place just walking around drinking with them, and they give you the tour and everything. That's now the I'm whole impressed. thing. That's the God. Pressing. This this kid here, right? This girl, oh, well, it's big lines. What do you mean big lines? What? If that was such a big deal, then why? We could go anytime. If we're going to wait in line, we could go anytime. <laughs> That's the whole damn thing on the party. Oh, do all this these guy. parties end at midnight? Because, you know, no real party could end at midnight. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, so you're right. We're going to go to the real. Let's clear. You notice, though, I don't know. My inbox doesn't have anything to, like, the Playboy party or, like, the Maxim parties. I've noticed. I've got, <laughs> I've got like, <laughs> and shout out to our boy Raj Mirkazi. I got invited to a, uh, he's speaking with the head of NFL Entertainment. There's a, you know, whatever. I got invited to that. Uh, this universal is good as it gets. I haven't, uh, there's no Maxim. No, I didn't, there's no Maxim party, bro. There's no Maxim. We're going to have to create our own party. That's, uh, that, that's the deal. This guy, going to wait in line. We were waiting in line, and why would the hell would I want to go? <laughs> I just said I want to go. I don't go to these places. <laughs> All right. We are going to Mr. Furley's, though. I don't know. You probably don't know who Mr. Furley is. Uh, we're, going, we're going to Mr. Furley's. Gabe, you're going to be right next to the best Mr. Furley's, actually, right in Glendale. Well, is That's that the one, biggest one. Is, oh, that, that, one, yeah. is that, the, that the hot spot? That's the best one, yeah? It's the best one, I and mean, it's right next to a couple little little nightclubs, you know, a bunch of Armenians running around. It's a good time. Oh, yeah, it's a big Armenian hood. <laughs> Glendale is little so, Armenia. So, really? So you say we got to watch uh, watch what we do? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the Armenians love Glendale. Glendale welcomes Armenians. It's an amazing thing. Oh, Kim so Kardashian that's, that's loves th Glendale. She's Armenian. <laughs> the whole so you're telling me that, family. You're telling me there's going to be a bunch of hot, like, Armenian chicks all over the place in these places there? Absolutely. Just like wow. there's a lot of Koreans in Koreatown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Koreatown rocks, bro. I like Koreatown. No, no, I, I, great. I can't I lie. Just, I, last I, weekend, great food, everything. I lived in Hollywood, bro. I didn't, um, I didn't get out to Glendale. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm just point blank. I'm I always guys like to Glendale in your day. Oh, I, Glendale's no. a lot better than it used to be now. Glendale's well, never a new do. thing. Yeah, I know. Everything's different. Like, like there was no downtown. Downtown was just empty, bro. It was just empty and a couple of homeless people. Like, there was Skid Row and stuff, but, like, it wasn't, you know what I mean? Nothing's the same now. No, no, nothing's the same. Except Hollywood's still a dump. <laughs> that's still the same. That's the one thing that's that's the one thing that's remaining the same, actually. Hollywood is like the only part of Los Angeles that actually has gotten worse, that used to be nicer. <laughs> like it's true. Everywhere else in LA is nicer than it used to be, except Hollywood. It's like they've given up on it. Late night anger management class, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. 
Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. It's all set. They got the bug boy out. The bug boy? The little fella's been riding his heart out. They're going to break his maiden. Really? Yeah, but it's a little slow out there. It rained last night. Oh, this baby loves the slop. Loves it. Eats it up. Eats the slop. Born the slop. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? All right, we just got the Dallas Mavericks plus three and a half. We should have pulled the trigger earlier. Late night anger management class. I am Gabriel Moretzi. Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports will join us in a couple of moments. We got Tony Finn. We'll talk some basketball. We'll talk Super Bowl. We've got overnight Olympics. I guess the Olympics have officially begun, begun for real now. I didn't see one second of the ceremony. Uh, you know what I mean? We're, we're on the air all the time. We've got a million things going on. It's Super Bowl week uh, coming up. Um, but you know we're not adverse to getting in on some overnight action. But let's start off right now with the Dallas Mavericks uh, plus the points. We're getting three and a half playing on their home court. Hey, hey listen, the only reason this game is still going on uh, right now uh, is because, as I stated, there was an issue with the rim uh, earlier, and then they had to fix the whole damn backboard, and you know, so that turned into a whole production. But here we are right now with some uh, late night basketball, uh, NBA basketball uh, this evening. The um, Brooklyn Nets lose again, and the wheels are completely falling off right now for this team. Now, we thought that this was kind of, like, toxic to begin with. The thing with these these projects like this, sort of like the Lakers, right? The Lakers in a small, like, you know what I mean, in a limited situation. Like, that bubble stuff was perfect for the Lakers. Not discrediting. I'm not taking anything away from the title. I'm not one of these, oh, it was a bubble this or no, 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 no. Everybody won who won. But I'm just saying, the way that it's set up, right, it was still hard to win in a bubble. It wasn't easy for anyone to win. It was it was hard. I liked it, actually. It, it proved like, all right, we're taking fans out of us. Let's go. We're playing on a neutral court. Let's do this, right? It was actually pretty cool. But what it helped, like, them, and it helped LeBron being off, right? It was like, you know what I mean? You're playing a season, and suddenly you got a bunch of time off, then you do a little run, and you're in the playoffs, right? It's a different format. What did I say before the year started about the Lakers? People ask me, what do you think about the roster? I said, you know what? If it's for three weeks or something or a month, and you know what I mean, it's, it's, it's good, but it will never last. It won't last through the season. And I said the same thing about the Nets. I said, yeah, ideally, when, you know, in a perfect world, this will work. But I also said they're all always hurt. And here we are right now. And, you know, the, the NBA... You know, a lot of people, like, the NBA is the biggest gossip league of all the leagues. All right? Like, it's a gossipy league, even with the players and the smack talk. It's just, it's a gossipy type of league. So, I don't, I don't like to, um, I don't, oh, this rumor and that rumor and stuff. It's all just, you know, it's just all talk. But, but when credible sources start throwing this stuff out here, then I'm listening. And... Supposedly, the Brooklyn Nets are now listening and are willing to deal James Harden. Now, this thing has escalated pretty fast. Remember, it was just last week that there were reports that Harden's unhappy. And now it's basically sort of being established that it's true, that he's not, and 
from what I understand is he met with them and stuff because they said, all right, where are we at with everything here? And he told them, you don't have to trade me, right? You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not like, I'm not telling you I, I want out. But I think he told them, but no, I'm not happy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's kind of crazy. Harden's actually like been the most dependable one out of these guys. And I kind of respect his honesty in which the deal is like, I guess he's told them, like, I guess the, the feeling is he's not re-signing with them. Right, he's not going to re-sign with them. So this thing was a short-term thing, and here we are. We're already in a year two of this, sort of like the Kawhi stuff. It just hasn't worked out the way everyone, you know, thought this and that. These signings, man, and celebrity stuff, and superstar this, and dream teams that, it works every once in a while. But it's you know, like the like Le, like the big three with LeBron and and um, and Wade and Chris Bosh. Don't forget, Miami were already good. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was a different situation. It was a di- different situation. So, listen, the trade deadline's around the corner. We're all in football mode, but the trade deadline's around the corner. And the thought is now, all right, maybe the Nets are realizing we're not winning the title. I mean, not only are they not winning the title, like, they can't win a basketball game. So, I, I think they've they've come to the conclusion of where they're at right now. That KD, and God bless KD, is a hell of a basketball player, one of the greatest of all time, but he's always hurt, man. So, like, are they really thinking, oh, he's going to come back and he won't get hurt and he's going to carry us to this and that? It just it doesn't work that way. And it's not working out uh, that way at all. And how about this as well, guys? No team that has lost seven games in a row in the regular season has ever won an NBA championship before. Brooklyn just lost their seventh in a row tonight. Two and eight in their last ten. Seven in a row. And as I stated, no team that's lost seven games in a row in a regular season has lost, uh, or obviously in the playoffs either, has won a championship. So I think I think reality is settling in here. You notice as well, they could pay for Kyrie Irving. They could actually pay him pretty small fine if they wanted. And I, you know what? I think a couple of people would bitch. You know, they whatever. You know what I mean? CNN where someone, you know, Don Lemon would get all upset. Can you believe they're, you know what I'm saying? But no one would care. And the big picture would go away, right? The whole thing's stupid anyways. I think Kyrie Irving's selfish, but at the same point in time, it's ridiculously stupid that Kyrie Irving can practice with him during the day in the same damn facility, but he can't play at nighttime. But an unvaccinated player that is visiting can play? <laughs> like, how does any of that make sense? You know what I mean? It doesn't. It's ridiculously stupid, right? But my whole point is Kyrie Irving could play home games. All they'd have to do, they'd have to pay like a $1,000 fine the first time, $2,000 the second time, and whatever, man. It doesn't even go up that high. Like, max is out at like $5,000 a night. And I guess whatever, then, you know, if you're – basically what it is, they don't want – they're trying to be good citizens of the community here. They don't want to flout local rules – and quite frankly, I don't think the owner likes Kyrie Irving because the owner's like, you know what I mean? The owner just thinks Kyrie's a jerk and selfish. So he's like, I'm not going to pay fines and then look bad and like, I don't need the nurse association like calling us jerks. You know what I mean? So, but I'm just saying like, they're clearly letting it fall apart because they could just say, all right, screw it, man. Kyrie wins, but they're not going to let him win. They're not going to let him win. So, you know, it looks like they figure, all right, we're not winning. Let's listen to see what we can do now with Harden since he's not going to come back anyways. Which, you know what? All this makes sense. Like if you're Brooklyn, I would trade him too. The way I just laid it out, what are you doing? Harden ain't carrying you to a title. KD can't be counted on. And Kyrie is a, is a selfish, like kind of weirdo. <laughs> nice kid. Nice guy. I don't, I don't dislike Kyrie Irving. I wouldn't have him on my team. But I don't dislike him. And, of course, where is he going to end up going? Philadelphia. The problem is with this is, this isn't paper. This isn't the internet. And I got to tell you, man, Brooklyn is not the place for Ben Simmons. <laughs> so, like, like, so what, you're going to go Ben Simmons? Like, really? You're going to go from Philadelphia to New York now? You think Philly's bad? All right. And Philly fans are hardcore. But, yeah, welcome to New York, Ben. 
Like, dude, like New York is like it's not it's not a good place for him. And unless honestly you're the Nets and you've got some like other thing in mind where it's like, all right, listen. We'll give Maury, well, he's been dying for this guy for years. We know Harden's going to end up signing there anyways after. So let's just do it. We'll get Ben Simmons, and then we'll flip Ben Simmons to this other team that we know that actually wants him. I don't know. Because I'm just thinking, really? So what? You're going to, you imagine you got Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons together? Like, if, if Steve Nash will quit on the spot, I imagine. I mean, this guy deserves extra money for that, if that's the case. And speaking of the trade deadline, Clippers were busy earlier today. Robert Covington, Norm Big Game Powell, Norm Big Game Powell. One thing with Powell is if the game, if he's interested, he's good, right? Like if he's engaged, number one, if he's in a contract here, he's good. Number two, though, he's a good player, but he's sort of like his intensity level can go, you know, wane at times. Um, but if he's playing for something and he feels like he's wanted and all that type of stuff, like he's a good player. He's a good player. Covington does a lot of things. Covington's an on like he Covington's just one of these glue guys that does great things. Clippers got better here. Uh, I'm not uh, I'm not disputing that, but let's not forget what a brilliant move it was getting Gary Trent for Norm Powell. If you're the Toronto Raptors, and uh, and don't forget Powell helped them win the title, and then they were like, we're not paying you 24 mil a year or whatever, right? <laughs> and they're like, no, nah, no, nah, we'll get Gary Trent. Hard to believe Gary Trent Jr. is only 22 as well. He's still a kid, but I like the move for the Clippers. They're a better basketball team than they were before the deal, Matthias. I got to tell you, and I guess what loose slip last night, yeah, we all know Kawhi ain't coming back. Looks like they're moving on and trying to put a roster together for the rest of the year now. Gabe, you said it, man. They got big game, Norm Powell. And that's the winner right there. When you get UCLA him, Bruins, too, bro, eh? Getting back home yeah. now. This is a spark, too, for him. Now, he went to high school in San Diego, Gabe. You know, he has a lot of family in California. Now that he's in the, back in the L.A. area, I expect him to play with some high energy. You know how it is. When you go back home, you, you have that sense of, of showing up and, 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 you know, reclaiming your dominance. And I think Powell's going to do that. Dominance, strong word, but yeah, <laughs> reclaim his dominance. <laughs> I always thought Norm Powell could be like a poor man's DeMar DeRozan. You know what the difference is, though? DeMar worked harder. Powell's one of these guys that he loves the game. He'll play. He likes being in the league. DeMar's, like, driven to be one of the best. The late-night anger management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. (laughs) 
The late night anger matchbook class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Moretz. We're breaking it down. Sirius XM Channel 159, a mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Countdown to kickoff is on Super Bowl 56. Let's do this thing. Let's bring in Frank Schwab. Yahoo Frank steps up and in. Let's do it, uh, Frank. Let's let's do this thing, man. We've got uh, we got the Pro Bowl. We've got the Senior Bowl. And we've got the Super Bowl. How you doing, Frank? And then we go into, uh, you know, unless you're going to be a USFL fan, we go into the non-football abyss for eight, nine months. It's always, it's always a little bittersweet when it all ends, isn't it? You know, that's when I start putting way too much money on NFL uh, draft pops. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, you know, hey, yeah, yeah, it never uh, really uh, ends now. Yeah, hey. yeah. I'll bet the USFL, though. I'm not I'm mad enough to admit it. Yeah, I'll be betting, I'll be betting uh, the USFL. Um, I was doing very well, actually, in the XFL, the the Alliance, all these leagues uh, that start up. I'm a football fan, right? Like, I bet on the Arena League. I bet on the Alliance League. I bet on the XFL. I bet on the CFL. Um, I bet on Colonial Basketball uh, every time they play a couple of nights a week, all right? You name it. We bet on whack basketball. We're whacked, Frank. <laughs> We're whacked. But speaking of being whacked, I've, we've talked a lot of Super Bowl uh, on the show. Like, I've sort of acted like almost like the game is this week. And I was saying this on the show last night, so I wanted to ask you about it. Man, my head is spinning right now. Like, you know what I mean? You talk about the game, same game so much, and you, you know, over-analysis, you know, leads to paralysis, right? And then you start to think, man, I don't know, am I right about this? Maybe I'm reading this wrong. <laughs> and there's still a week away, Frank. My head is spinning already, buddy. I, I this, this one stinks for me because – Usually I have an opinion right away. Like, you know, I mean, the line comes out, and I'm like, you know what, I like last year, I like the Chiefs, whatever, I was wrong. But you have an opinion, you kind of stick with it. This one, I had no idea, and so I've just spent the entire week just saying, oh, this is my argument for the Bengals, this is my argument for the Rams, this is my argument. Like, I've gone back and forth a million times, and it's, it, there's not, you know, regular NFL week, we, we could do this with 16 games, so I'm not, you know, just obsessing over the same game all week. And this one, we got two weeks. So, yeah, I'll probably change my mind uh, 50 times before kickoff. It's one of these deals where every, if you want to get into trends and stuff, every one of the trends sort of screams the Cincinnati Bengals, right? Oh, they're eight and two against the spread. Their last ten road games. Uh, Joe Burrow seven and zero straight up and against the spread. So is Jamar Chase in playoff games, including LSU. And I don't like you know tying in college numbers, but they're recent. And Joe Burrow's that cool that I'm a, we're allowed to do it uh, with him. How about this, Frank? Joe Burrow thirteen two and one as an underdog of uh, more than two and a half points. Uh, I could go on, uh, guys. Um, 11-3-1, the last 14 teams uh, that were um, that were underdogs of more than three points in the conference championship game and the Super Bowl the following week. So, oh, blah, 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 all these betting trends, Frank. But the Rams are the better team, right? Like you look at, all right, who's the better football team? The Rams are the better team. So it really is a little bit. It is, I said last night, it's like being on a freaking jury, man, of a court case. Like, we're going to be here forever. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know what? I think it's interesting what you say. You know, I mean, and I, I wrote up, you know, pre-wrote anyway, my, my picks piece for next week. And I kind of framed it as this is like, you know, kind of analytics versus the people who bet other things with intangible things, with their gut feel. Because if you're just going by the numbers, if you're just going by the straight facts and, hey, who's the better team? The Rams are the better team in literally every way. They have better ranked defense, offense, special teams. Uh, I, I mean, you cannot come up with any advanced stat that tells me the Bengals are the better team than the Rams. You just can't. Like, and it doesn't mean that they can't win. It just means that, that, that if you're just going by, hey, here are the facts, here are the stats, here are the numbers, here's the, then you're, you're betting the Rams, and you feel pretty good about it. Everything else points to the Bengals, though. All those stats you point out, look, I, those all matter, too. And... You know, I, I don't like to get deep in the weeds on this kind of stuff, but it does seem like this is kind of a magical run for them. It's it's not unlike, hey, the, the 2007 or 2011 Giants or, you know, any of these teams that just get really, really hot lately, and then all of a sudden they just feel like they can't lose. They're the, they're the guy at the blackjack table, you know, doubling down on everything because you're just going to pull whatever card you need. I mean, it, it just – this Bengals team is so resilient, and if you can go on the road and beat the Titans, if you can go on the road and beat the Chiefs after you're down 21-3, you can go on the road and beat the Rams too, I, and this isn't really a home game for the Rams. It's a pseudo home game. So, you know, there's something special about this Bengals team, and it's hard to pick against them. It really is, unless you're just, you know, kind of just looking at it like, who's the better team? I'm going to take the better team. And then you're on the Rams. It's a very fascinating matchup that way. Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports uh, with us. And as you said, you know, about Cincinnati, it's, you know, look, they beat Kansas City twice. They, they go into Tennessee. They win that football game. And, you know, they beat the Raiders in, in the opening round. But it's – 
it's them doing it to other teams. And I don't think they really get enough credit for it in the sense. Like, remember, oh, Tannehill's terrible. Can you believe it? Tannehill gave that game away. Remember how Tannehill got ripped by even, like, the, the NFL guys immediately after? I thought it was bad play calling. But, you know, was it Tannehill sucking or was it the Cincinnati Bengals forcing him to suck? Was right. it that Patrick Mahomes is suddenly terrible in the second half, or is it the Bengals make good adjustments? I think that's one of the X factors to this football game that people aren't talking about. And I get it because we talk so much about Joe Burrow, and there's the Jamar Chase factor, and we can get in everybody else. But how about that Bengal defense, Frank? They've made plays. They just have. Like, opportunistic. They've made plays when they've had to. And, and how about this? Over the last seven football games, the Rams have turned the football over 14 times, bro. The Bengals yep. twice. Like, they don't beat themselves, the Bengals. Wow. And Matt Stafford can beat himself. Like, let's just call the elephant in a room. I'm going to ask you, are you 100% confident that Matt Stafford delivers on Super Bowl Sunday? No, no. I mean, <laughs> no, no. I like that. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is what he is. He could have a great game. He could throw for yeah. 350 yards for all we know. Right. I, he's he could, capable. But he might throw but for two or three picks. Exactly. Right. You, you, they're going to be some balls. He throws. Look, if Jaquiski Tark catches a pass right in his chest, we're we've just talked the last five minutes about the San Francisco 49ers and their defense and Debo Samuel. Uh, they lose that game. I mean, he just dropped an interception. Matthew Stafford's going to throw up some balls that, that you know are, should be intercepted. And can the Bengals make those plays? They have a really good front line. I, I like their their passer Hubbard uh, Hendrickson. I mean, they can they can bring it up front. And back end, they do have some talent. They do have some young guys back there that can make plays. Jesse Bates, I really, really like as a safety. So there will be opportunities to turn the Los Angeles Rams over. There's no doubt about that. It's just, can you make those plays? Can Stafford kind of limit them to maybe a one or maybe two? Yeah, I mean, it's or is he throwing four of them? I mean, it's we've seen Stafford throw them out of games before, so we can't say it's not going to happen again. But I don't know. It's it, It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how Stafford reacts in this moment. It's such a big moment for his career. Look, I wrote last week, and I, I fully believe this, and I think everybody kind of would agree when you look at the, the history and the numbers. If Matt Stafford wins this game, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Like, it's, it's done. Like He's going to the Hall of Fame. Like, like We need to wrap our heads around that. Like it's, yeah. he, he would be the only guy in NFL history like that with his stats and his numbers and, and a Super Bowl ring not to be in the Hall of Fame, and I don't think that's going to happen. So a lot on the line for him, a lot of pressure. Can he deliver? And I think you're right. That, that's a big, big factor in this game. And however you feel about Matthew Stafford and his ability to kind of reduce the mistakes is probably which side you're going to be on. I hate, you know, I'm realizing, though, sports talk show hosts, politicians, and uh, gamblers, what do we all have in common? We're hypocrites. Or we'll contradict ourselves. Because I've been telling people all the time, Frank, dude, it's crazy, guys, for people tuning in and girls, uh, ladies and gentlemen. um, So there's been 55 Super Bowls. Only six times, I've been telling people, only six times has a team lost and covered the point spread. And there was one push. So, only six times. The last time that a team lost the Super Bowl but you know, covered the point spread was Arizona in 2009 to Pittsburgh at 27-23. And I'm telling you, it almost feels like the same type of score. So, I'm always telling people, oh, the point spread doesn't matter, and the point spread doesn't matter. And now I'm going to tell you, Frank, I almost get the feeling the Rams win, but the Bengals cover. <laughs> so, that's where I'm it saying. It very well could be. I could see that. When that line, I don't know how you felt about it, but when the line came out at three and a half, I was like, okay, that feels about right. And then it went to four, and I'm like, wow, that, that's surprising to me. And then it went to four and a half, and I did not see that coming. I, I You know, I'm, I'm one, one thing I've tried to get better on, and I'm still not great at, is anticipating line moves. And I'll be honest, I, that line moved to four and a half because four is a key number. Like, you don't want to I didn't think it was four. going up either. I said, oh, there's right. no way this is going back up. <laughs> Remember, maybe against the five. And hey, don't worry, nobody's good at guessing this anymore. Every state is betting. The market is crazy right now. But I'll be honest with you. Thanks. Earlier in the week, when it went out, same thing. And I was like, wow, four, huh? And then four and a half, I was like, there's no way in hell I'm not taking four and a half points with Joe Burrow. But now as the week just yeah. goes on, I'm like, all right, you know, remember, man, like point spreads never matter. They never matter. But, hey, what a wild playoffs it's been, Frank. These games have been as close as can get, bro. Every one of these games, man, we're just setting records, last play and stuff. Why would this be any different? And in in fact, I'm putting a little sprinkle on this game to go to overtime. I think it's in like the 12 to 1 range. I think this game, why couldn't it? Why could Absolutely. It fits it fits everything we've seen in the last two weeks in the playoffs. It's it's unbelievable. You talk about the point spread not mattering. Well, I, I mean, it didn't for Rams uh Rams 49ers last week and it very I had the Bengals plus seven and a half, very 
very close game. The Chiefs win, Bengals cover uh, at the end of the game in, in regulation there. So, yeah, I mean, all of a sudden we're seeing all these close games, and, and you're like, four and a half. Well, I, you know, we all we both know five's a dead number. That doesn't matter. So, you know, anything that Bengals can do to keep it within six, they're, they're going to cover the spread, and then it just depends if you win or not. Um, it's just, yeah, I, I do think this is one of the rare games where you can talk yourself into, hey, the four and a half is going to matter. Like, yeah, the Rams might win, but the Bengals, you give me four and a half? Like, that's that's pretty significant. I, I don't disagree with you at all on that one. Yeah, 28-24, 30-27, yeah. you know, 30-26. Gets Bengals, man, they just won't go away. They won't go away. They're, they're so, like, it's almost like they're one of these kind of stereotypical, like, they're so young they don't know any better. Like, they're exactly. 21-3. They just don't care. Like, they're they're not phased by it. A lot of that's Burrow, and then his personality is rubbed off on this team for sure. But this Bengals team is just not, they're not going to quit. They're a resilient, resilient group, and I respect them a lot. And, you know, I, I mean, always, you know, when you take the points with an underdog, you always wonder, you know, is the back door going to be open? And, and, yeah, they can score in a hurry. If they're down 11 late, if it's 31-20 late and they got the ball, I'd feel like, well, okay, Jamar Chase can get in the end zone here. That's no big deal. So, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of passive to at least covering with the Bengals if you do have the four and a half. Uh, Frank, we'll get you out of here. we got about a minute, minute and a half left here. What do you? I mean, you read. Yeah, well, you and I are thinking the same way here about that too. Because I was thinking, yeah, even if the Rams are up like thirty to twenty, it's not like Burrow's going to tap out. Uh, you get you get a late uh, you get a late touchdown, and you know, like you said, man, there's a big difference between two and a half, three, and then you get into the four and a half when you got to start winning by five and six points. It's a little bit different. So last last uh, question here in a minute. What do you think about the total? Or you expect? I don't think it's a track meet, but I do think it gets into like the fifties type of deal. And I look forward to reading all your work. You did a great job this year with your picks and that breakdowns over at Yahoo Sports. So have have you looked at the props yet? Is there a prop or two that has caught your eye already as well? So what do you think of the total in a football game? And what about the props? Yeah, and the total I thought was, I, I hate to do this because everybody wants an opinion, but I thought the total was just right on. I said forty eight and a half, that's about right. Like I, I don't I don't have a strong opinion on it either way. Maybe lean under and figure there's gonna be nerves for both sides. You, you know, you always see Super Bowls kind of start off a little slow and blah. Well that's blah, blah. that's why I've already put that play and we gave it on the show, Frank. I said, Will there be more points in the first half, second half? I, I take second half, four dollars five Super Bowls. Oh, is easily, one. Yeah, that's a good prop. That's a that's a really good prop, actually. I gotta look that one up. But so I don't have really an opinion on the over or the under. I think it's about right. That line forty eight and a half is what I've seen. That, that seems right to me. So I don't really uh, smallly into the under, I guess. The props I like, I'll say this. Cooper Cup to win MVP at 6-1. to one, I think that that's just fine. He's the best player on the field. He, he, he's, I should say, he's the best. He's had the best season of any player who's going to be on that field. And it, 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 would it surprise anybody if he goes for 160 yards, two touchdowns? No, not at all. It's a narrow runway to land on where you have the receiver, but the quarterback doesn't win MVP. But I think yeah. there's a rare case where it could happen. And 6-1 to one is just fine to me. I also sprinkle a little bit on Von Miller, 50-1, to one, because the one thing in this game, matchup-wise, I don't know how the Bengals block the Rams. I, that's the one thing I really worry about if you're going to have the Bengals. And then I'll take Odell Beckham over 63 and a half. I think he's been mispriced for a while. He's a big part of this offense. He's a big star. And you get two weeks. The what are the Bengals going to do over this, these two weeks? They're going to how do we take Cooper Cup out of the game? How do we limit him? How do we? Odell Beckham is going to get a lot of single coverage and a lot of targets, especially without Tyler Higby being there. I don't think he's going to play. So Odell Beckham over 63 and a half. The other that just really, really stood out to me. And I also T Higgins. I think T Higgins five and a half catches. I think he's going to get a ton of targets, whether it's in garbage time or just in normal flow. Because the same thing. What are the Rams going to do? They're going to say. How do we take Jamar Chase out of this game? Well, probably with Jalen Ramsey. Well, that means a lot of targets for T. Higgins. So I like any overs you can take on T. Frank Schwab, follow him on Twitter at Yahoo Schwab. The late night anger match for cross continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. 
That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a Remax agent has answers. Hey Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Class, this is Sports Rage. I am RNC. Three minute warning. Level one. Tony Finn will step up and then countdown to kickoff uh, is on. Thanks to Frank Schwab uh, for joining us. And uh, there were some, there were some um, in our live chat who uh, stated, "Oh, Matthew Stafford, Hall of Fame." Ha 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 Just for the record, Stafford um, has more passing yards than Warren Moon, who's in the Hall of Fame. Well, Stafford never won. And Warren Moon never made it to a Super Bowl. It's in the Hall of Fame. There's more passing yards and better stats than Fran Tarkenton, who's in the Hall of Fame. His better stats and everything than Dan Fouts, who's in the Hall of Fame. I could go on if you want, right? Um, listen, Matt Stafford is already a Hall of Famer. You know, there's some that you want to debate this and that or whatever. So you think they're going to put Calvin Johnson in and not him in? Who the hell is Calvin? You know, he played longer than Calvin Johnson. Who the hell threw the ball at Calvin Johnson? <laughs> right. So, like, Stafford's getting in. The media like him. He's a nice guy and stuff, and he's put up massive numbers. Something impressive about Stafford is, the thing is, and I'll be the first to admit, you know, it's, everything's contradictory in life, right? Everything's, everything's everyone's like, well, this or that, right? I don't think, if you ask me, was Matt Stafford one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play in the National Football League? I would say no. No, no one even trusts him going into this game. (laughs) Like, let's just be real. But whatever, man. If you look at the Hall of Fame and the numbers and people get in and Matt Stafford's numbers are undeniable. And now he's on the verge of adding a a Super Bowl to this, maybe. All right, so basically, look, through through his career, Matt Stafford, he's like, he, he ranks like 12th right now, all time. And like, basically, like if you stack it all up. Like I said, Stafford is in the exact same neighborhood of Fran Tarkenton, Warren Moon, and John Elway in career yards and touchdowns. He's a couple of yards off of Elway, but he's not done in his career. Matthew Stafford has averaged over 273 yards per game passing it in his career. Fourth all-time in NFL history. Stafford became the quickest quarterback in NFL history to reach the 40,000 mark. We could go on. Bring it. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. 